0: What if you're ready to get past the smaller craft shows and step into the medium-sized craft show? When I mean medium, those are the craft shows that are two days where you have to set up on a Thursday and the show is like a Friday and Saturday, or you set up on a Saturday and it's that day and Sunday. I'm going to talk about the medium-sized craft shows, how much inventory you should have and whether it's worth your time and money. Let's get started. Are you ready to turn your passion into profit and get paid? Of course you are. Who doesn't want to make money doing what they love? Hello, Creative Queens. Welcome to the Creative Woman Podcast. I'm Talena Bacon, your host and business strategy coach. Think of this podcast as your cozy crafting corner where I spill the tea on all things crafting and business. I'm diving into topics like starting and growing an online business, organic marketing, breaking into craft shows and boutiques, social media strategies, and so much more. Plus, I'll be adding in some of my mini coaching programs designed to craft a strategy as unique as your business with over three decades of experience in products and coaching services, rest assured, I've got stories to tell and secrets to share. (laughs) No need to hold back. Hit that subscribe button or give me a follow. They say I have the gift of gab, (laughs) but it only kicks in when I drink coffee. So grab your favorite beverage, a pen and some paper because your exciting creative journey is just around the corner. Let's get started. Hello, my creative women. So you ready to get your feet wet and start doing craft shows? Okay, there are three types of craft shows. If you didn't catch the last episode, I talked about the smaller craft shows. Those are the ones that are school craft shows, community center, recreational facilities, churches. Those are the smaller craft shows that went about maybe $50 to $75. But now we're getting into the medium-sized craft shows. These are the ones that, on average, run about 250 to 300 for a two-day show. Now, a two-day show is more of you're setting up on a Thursday, the show is Friday and Saturday. Or you're setting up on a Friday, and it's that day and Saturday. It's always just two days. Now, when you're doing a two-day show, you want to make sure you have enough inventory for a two-day show. Of course, we say, oh, I got plenty of inventory. But the thing is... You have to look at it. What's the busiest day? The busiest day of any craft show is always a Saturday. Friday, let's say if you do it on a Friday, some people come in after work. But the busiest day is the Saturday. And Sunday is the ones that didn't happen to make the craft show Saturday, but going to come there Sunday. But if it's a two day show, if it's a Friday and Saturday, then Friday would be the busiest. Saturday would be the last day. It's always the day before that's the busiest. So, I've done the smaller craft shows, a medium-sized, and the larger shows, which I'll talk about in in the next episode. For a medium-sized craft show, you have to have at least 24 to 30 items. That way, you can sell out most the first day, and then for those that missed the day before, they come the next day, they can buy what's left. And if you have a website, you can put the rest on your website. But the thing is, you want to have enough inventory for the show. Because you have to look at it, no one's not going to just buy one. If they like something, they're going to buy at least two or three, sometimes six. So you want to make sure you have enough for both days. Now, of course, we can say, well, I really just want to get rid of my inventory. Okay, I get that totally. But you also want to have enough inventory for the shows. So imagine if you bought some inventory, let's say about 12 pieces and you sold all 12 of them in that one day. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? Which craft shows are like from 9 to 5. So let's say you sell out by 12. You can't leave because there's stipulation in any craft show that says if you leave, you might not be able to come back. At least that used to be the rule back in the day. So you have to stay there until 5 o'clock and then show up the next day and sit there till it ends. Now, some people will be like, well, I'm not coming back. I am not going to worry about it. I've sold everything. I'm not going to do this show anymore anyway, so they'll pack up and leave. But it looks so unprofessional if you decide to pack up and leave, and you're taking down things, and there's other people around you that's still set up, and they're staring at you. It's very embarrassing. Trust me. I've done it. <laughs> but I knew I wasn't coming back to the show because the show sucked big time. Now, how do you find these medium-sized craft shows that went about 250 to You can check online in your area. You can always look craft shows in whatever state you live in and see what's up in that area. But you also want to make sure it's a good craft show because some craft shows they're two days and they want you to spend two, three hundred bucks and they are just in their first year of doing craft shows. No. First of all, it's in the first year. They're not sure exactly how much of a Turn out they're going to get their. uh, I guess you say they're testing the waters. They just started their business. They're in their first year. They're not sure if they're going to be be a big crowd. Their pricing is very limited, and yet they're charging you about two, three hundred bucks. So you got to be careful of those. Always get a craft show that's been out around maybe. I would say four years. They've been doing it for four years on. Okay, six years is even better. So, the higher the years, the better quality of the craft show. Also, they know exactly how much they're going to spend on advertising and how much of a crowd they're going to get for the craft show. You can always ask the promoter, hey, what do you expect the crowd to be like? If they go like this, let me check and get back to you. Well, last year, or we're not sure, but we're expecting anything like that. They're not sure you got to be leery of that. Usually, most craft shows, when they've been in business for a long time, they know, well, we expected to be this many people. Last year, we had this many people, and we're going to have a great turnout. And they're confident in the response they give you. If they're not confident in their response, I would back away from it. But with a medium craft show, be prepared. You're going to have some good shows and some bad shows. No matter what show you do, you're going to have some great shows where you're going to be selling out and some shows where you're not going to make anything but maybe 20 bucks and you spent two 300 bucks trust me i've done that where i've done a show and it was a great show great turnout the first year was great i sold out it was wonderful And the next year, I sold three items the whole two days. And I had so much leftover inventory, I was like, oh, gosh, what am I going to do with it? You could put it on your website or save it for the next craft show if you have another craft show that's coming up. So it depends on how many craft shows you book. Now, I used to book maybe eight craft shows a year. But I knew exactly what were the good craft shows, which ones I was just testing out, see if they were a good fit or which ones were great the year before and I want to do again. Like I said, there are times where it's going to be a great show and the next year, a flop. You might sell maybe two or three items. It's a toss-up. I have to say that I've done plenty of shows where the turnout was great one year and the next year, nothing. I would spend at least maybe six seven hundred dollars on a craft show and hotels and food and maybe sell three four items and that's for the even the larger craft show so i think no matter what type of craft show there is a toss-up it uh, th- also depends upon how many people are coming into the show the crowd how much advertising the promoter does so everything falls into play remember when you're going into craft shows think of it as A learning experience. There'll be times where you think, oh, this is going to be a great show because you visit the show the year before and it was great. And then the year coming up, you're like, oh, wow, it was better last year. And you hear stories from other vendors and you learn from it. But whenever you're doing craft show, no matter whether it's small, medium, or large craft show, smile. Always be happy because you never know when there'll be a customer coming by that wants to buy your product. Or better yet, a store owner who wants to wholesale with you. Now, when they want to wholesale with you, you have to be prepared. Now, that's another episode that's whew, that we're going to have to go into later. Because I can tell you some stories of some things that happened to me. The store owners approached me and how I handled it and how I should have handled it. <laughs> but anyway, these are the smaller craft shows. And this is the medium craft show. So... Just be prepared no matter what show you're doing. I find that any type of medium craft show, you always got to have something to snack on, the basics. Make sure you have extra change of clothing. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but you never know what accidents can happen. Children being in your booth, they may spill something on you. You may spill something on you and you can't go home to change your clothes. Things like that always happen at any type of craft show, so just be prepared. When you do the medium craft show, I want you to think of this as, I'm going to make money. No matter what, I'm going to make money. I'm going to continue to do what I need to do to make this money. While you're there, ask the vendors about other craft shows that are coming up. Your vendors are your best friends when you're at a craft show. They'll watch a booth for you while you go to the ladies' room, while you go get snacks. They even tell customers, she'll be right back. But you have to have a good rapport with the vendors next to you because they'll tell you information on other craft shows, what shows they've done that was the best shows ever, what shows to stay away from. So make sure they're your BFFs <laughs> when you're doing a craft show. But we're going to go into basically why you should do a medium craft show and why it's so important to get out there right after this brief message. When I first started my online journey, I was all about sharing my posts in several Facebook groups, thinking my inbox would explode with orders for my handmade products. I think that's everyone's dream, right? I was in a dream state until reality hit me. There were no orders or sales. But stubborn Me kept doing the same thing over and over and was following that term about throwing spaghetti against the wall until something sticks? (laughs) Spoiler alert. It doesn't work. Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I looked at my post and realized what I was sharing wasn't attracting customers to my website. I wasn't speaking about how my products would enhance a customer's home or what they wanted. It was time for a revamp. So I went back to the drawing board and I crafted a step-by-step strategy that not only grew my Facebook group, it bought in sales and filled up my coaching programs. I spill all the juicy details in my free resource, 10 Marketing Tips for Creatives to Boost Sales. You can find a link in my show notes or over on my website at talenabacon.com. That's spelled T-A-L-E-N-A-B-A-C-O-N.com. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. So this is the benefits of doing a medium-sized craft show compared to a smaller craft show. Smaller craft shows, I would use that for new product. You're first stepping into doing craft shows. You want to see if your product will sell. Yes, you've sold to your friends, family members, but you want to test the waters to see whether it sells at schools. Now, if you're selling online, that's great too, but you also want to see if there's another venue besides just selling online. And that's what the smaller craft shows is about. The medium craft show, you're going to be spending a lot more money to get into the craft show. And you also got to think about your food, if it's not close by, your hotel, your gas, and whether you're going to have someone help you do a craft show. Back in the day, they used to have helpers that come and help you set up or help you take your things out of your vehicles to your booth space. But that is limited they don't do that as often as they used to so you have to be prepared that means you have to have some kind of trolley or something to actually load and unload your stuff into your booth space now sometimes craft shows have those big trolleys where they give it to you to use but you got to make sure that you get there before someone else does because every vendor is going to be thinking the same thing you are basically they want to have that big trolley to move their things into their booth space so if they tell you to set up at a certain time i would be there early enough so that you can use the trolley to unload and load up everything into that booth space now if you don't if you don't get there in time make sure you have something that you keep in your vehicle to Unload everything because you have to think of the weight. Of course, we're thinking our products are light until we actually put them in the tote. We're loading them into the vehicle. We'll load them out of the vehicle. We're putting them into our booth space. And by the end of the evening or by the end of that morning, you're in pain. Oh, my gosh. Your fingers could be sore. Your arms can be sore. Your legs can be sore. It's a chore. Trust me so be prepared to have something that you can carry from your vehicle to the booth space medium craft shows are great because you get a chance to okay of course you're spending a little bit more money but you get a chance to figure out what other shows are out there from the vendors next to you and also people that are coming to a medium craft show they're paying to get in oh i forgot to mention Most of the craft shows that are medium to a higher level craft show, people are actually paying to get into the craft show. So if they're paying to get into the craft show, then they're there to buy, at least maybe 90% of the time. Some are just there to look around, and you can tell those. The ones that are just looking don't have a purse. They're just walking with friends, just walking around, killing time, that's what I call it. They're they're looky-loos. The ones that just like to look around, come in your booth, pick things up, and say, oh, this is pretty, and then put it down and walk out your booth. And then they never put it back in the spot where they picked it up at. Or they're calling somebody else into your booth to say, oh, look at this, this is so pretty, and they put it down and they walk away. That can be nerve-wracking, trust me. (laughs) But you still smile and say, thank you, and Here's my business card if you like, or take a business card with you. And some may look at you and take it. Some may just walk away and ignore you like you got three heads. (laughs) I'm trying to think of all the things to think about when you're doing a medium craft show. Make sure it's not too far from you. As far as traveling, the most I would travel to a medium craft show depends upon how big it is. I say two hours. I have traveled six hours or more. a wholesale show but I knew it was going to be a good one but then sometimes it's not it's a toss-up when doing craft shows I have to be truthful with you if I knew back then what I know now half the shows that I did I wouldn't have done there was plenty that I traveled to wasn't worth my time I spent more money than making Had so much leftover inventory didn't know what to do most of it went to friends and family There's so much I wish I'd known back then that I know now. I limit my craft shows to one big show a year, and that one I know does well every year. And I'll talk about that in my next episode with the higher level craft shows, because those are the craft shows that I usually do. Sometimes I'll do a medium craft show just to get my feet wet a little bit and just to see if the area is a good fit for me. But it all depends on you. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you have to do what makes you happy in the long run. And figure out what craft show is going to be best for you. Not all craft shows are good craft shows. But no matter what, do your research and you'll be just fine. Well, this concludes my thoughts on this topic this week. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe within the app you're using. I share loads of juicy crafting tips, and I don't want you to miss a thing. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, please take a second to leave a review. The link can be found within my show notes. Having you as a listener is so greatly appreciated. I end this episode with a quote. You have to love what you do in order to make money. Until next time, keep on being creative.